Tom here. Welcome back to Owl Celebrates Learning, a podcast that features the stories of students from the owl community. Today we will hear about the impact of the Russian war in Ukraine, specifically focusing on the impact on children. This may be a tough listen for some people. Could you imagine your life being totally changed forever? Forced to flee from your home, your school, and be separated from your friends and family. Everything you know was lost within days. This is what it was like for most families in Ukraine when a full-scale invasion occurred by Russia a little over a year ago on February 24th, 2022. This invasion was a major escalation from the 2014 war between Russia and Ukraine. Life for children and families in Ukraine is very much like the life of the average American family. Like, all children attend school, K-12, music is popular, along with fashion trends, social media, and entertainment, which are much like ours in America. Because of Ukraine's geographic location, the culture has been actually influenced by other Western European countries, and even Russia too. But just over a year ago, it'd be hard to tell the difference between an American school child and a Ukrainian school child. Now much of the country has been devastated by war. Over 8 million Ukrainians have fled the country following the invasion by Russia. Within one month of the invasion, 4.3 million Ukrainian children were displaced, and 1.8 million children were forced to seek asylum in neighboring countries that welcomed them. Along with this, 2.5 million children eternally migrated from the east to the west of Ukraine when Russia initially invaded from the west. This war has created a major physical and mental health crisis for the children and the country. As of the 21st of this February, a generation of children has experienced over 12 months of violence, fear, loss, and tragedy. There is not a single aspect of children's lives that the conflict is not impacted, with children being killed, injured, and forced from their homes. This has created a massive refugee crisis, and many of the children are missing out on critical education, and many have been denied the benefits of a safe and secure environment. Because of the atrocities of war, it is having a devastating impact on the mental health and well-being of children. An estimated 1.5 million children are at risk of depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, and other mental health issues, with potential long-term effect for the country along with this. According to BBC News, it was just a few days ago that the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, was charged with international war crimes, being accused of the unlawful deportation of children from Ukraine to Russia. This is going to hurt Putin's self-image of how he portrays himself globally and as how he's able to portray himself at home. And I think all of this contributes to the message that the international community is trying to send him, that they will support Ukraine to the hilt to stop Putin in his tracks and in his aims in Ukraine. The following is an interview clip of Ukrainian families and children showing the hardships they are living through. This is their story of fear and courage told by a reporter from the Washington Post at the beginning of the invasion. I have a toy bear. It's a regular bear. I like to sleep with it. I suit my pair of pants by myself. Nine-year-old Veronica just arrived in Poland, and soon she'll be on a train to Germany. She brought her bear from home in Ukraine's eastern Donbass region. The thing is, in our town, we live seven kilometers away from the war. And for nine years, there's been active war right there. When they resumed shelling nearby villages, our town got hit too. We had no electricity, no water, and no food for some time. I was telling her like it is that we had to escape because she's young and her entire life is ahead of her. Anna Litova and her daughter made it out, joining more than three million others who have been forced to flee Ukraine. More than half are children, 55 every minute since the war began, according to the UN. We're speaking to families, to mothers, 
who have been spending 20 hours, 30 hours on the road. The kids are getting physically sick on the way, you know, not only from potentially illness, but also just from the fear and the exhaustion. So when they arrive in Poland, they cross the border and they have this sort of sense of, okay, we're here, but now what? European neighbouring countries to the east have been extremely helpful in this refugee crisis. Poland has received the most refugees in this crisis due to their pull factors, which includes jobs, healthcare, education, housing, and many social services, all desperately needed by the people of Ukraine. What we need to do as a community here and now is to continue our support of the Ukrainian people in their efforts to remain a sovereign nation. Without our support, millions of children will continue to suffer needlessly. Thank you for reminding us that above and beyond the politics of this war, real people are being hurt, including the most vulnerable. If you are interested in hearing more stories like these, please subscribe to the podcast, and if you like what you hear, share it with other podcast lovers you know. Positive reviews are always appreciated as well. If interested, you can find other quality work at owlcelebrateslearning.com, such as publications and documentaries. Reach out to the channel at owlcelebrateslearning at gmail.com. Thanks again to Gabe Z for the intro and outro music we are using this season. Insert snappy closing statement here.